Like, where is everybody? Why am I all alone? It's just you today. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is actually going to work out pretty well because we can talk to the seventh and eighth grade girls about uh, what. Oh, and we got Angelique. I mean, this is like perfect. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll hit the countdown so that because uh, the commercials have been running and everything already. Here we go. So then I said, you know, oh, hi. <laughs> Welcome in. It is Thursday night. It is your pre-Friday. And uh, again, given the crowd that we have tonight, first of all, let's say hello to AJ, who we have not seen in forever because she's been coaching uh, an esports team out in Kansas City. Say hello, AJ. Well, howdy. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm so happy to be back. I got to tell you. <laughs> It is so great to have you back. Uh, just give yourself a brief introduction to everybody who doesn't know who you are. Sure. Um, I am AJ. I am the esports coach over at Park University in Kansas City, Missouri. And you also have, what are you, also involved with MACE and the Kansas City Esports Coalition, is that oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Also, yes. So for NACE, I am the vice chair of the board of directors. And for the Kansas City Esports Coalition, I'm currently vice chair as well. Very good. And directly below me, we have... Hello, everyone. My name is Angelique Giannis. I am an English teacher in San Diego, California, and I also run our uh, gaming program. And I'm a NACEF Scholastic Mentor. It's been a minute. I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam Anton is already blowing up the chat tonight with uh, comments. Go, Sam, for go. You too. Yes. And then right over here we have... I'm Carrie Linden. Uh, go by the Chuck Moju on Twitter. I am the communication specialist for Luminal Esports Snowbright Studios, and I am an ex-middle school teacher and um, game program operator. And I am James O'Hagan. I'm the director of digital and virtual learning for the Racine Unified School, school District and also the host of the Academy of Esports podcast. And... Rather than try to do two separate things, because I, I know that I had been pinging all of you uh, wonderful people about helping uh, our school district with the Girls in Education, Math and Science Conference. Would anybody have any objections if we just did it right now and to talk about some of the things that maybe, you know, that, that seventh and eighth grade girls who are involved in wanting to learn more about um you know, gaming and gaming culture. Uh, we could talk about these things. 
Oh, and Danielle's made it. Hold up. We have the C3O of esports here. We're like we're like a stacked group today. I know. You are surrounded by women. Uh, again, I was in elementary school. I can't hear you years. yet. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was an elementary school teacher for many years, so this is completely normal for me. Everything feels uh, completely fine. So um, can you hear us now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you hear me now? Good. So what's that from? You're muted. <laughs> so Danielle, we were going to um, we're just going to uh, kill two birds with one stone, and we're going to do the little gems thing for the seventh and eighth for the seventh and eighth grade students in Racine Unified tonight because it is me and then all of you who are all the people we wanted to have for the gems conference anyway. And if Sam Perfect. Anton ever wants to step in, she is more than welcome to get in on this as well too because I think girls would love to hear what she has to say as well. But uh, Danielle, go ahead and introduce yourself to the group. I'm Danielle Johnson. I'm a middle school teacher in Dallas, Texas, and I am also the executive director for the Texas Scholastic Esports Federation. Very good. Yep. And so uh, over the next 40 minutes or so, we're going to just talk about what it is. What is, first of all, esports versus video games? Let's talk about how your roles are also very different. I mean, we have Carrie who works at a gaming company. We have AJ, who is a coach, and we have Angelique and Danielle, who are two teachers who work with esports programming, both at their school and at a statewide level. So first question I want to throw out there to everybody uh, here, what is the difference between video games and esports? Because esports is getting thrown out there a lot, but there's got to be a difference between the two of them. Um, I think for me, a, a big difference is how you how you organize, run, and process Um video games versus esports that you can run um you can run a video game club you can cover a lot of the stuff that is in the esports environment but if you're talking specifically about esports there's a certain component to it that involves like explicitly covering you know teamwork and strategy and practice and and goal setting and reaching like there's it's just more focused obviously there's a competitive nature to it we're just running a gaming program that doesn't have to be any competitive aspect to it at all but when you have esports there has to be a competitive nature to it and and generally speaking it needs to have an audience um to watch and to participate with it um okay so um aj you're you're again you're a coach of an esports team and how did you end up becoming a coach for something like this yeah so um i guess long story short um after i had graduated um from my undergrad i continued to work in higher ed um and i really enjoyed working in higher ed i liked you know faculty student staff interaction um but in excuse me in my free time Um, I, you know, was really into video games and um, what really got me kind of launched into esports was just my love for League of Legends and seeing how the NALCS has become the monolith that it is today. So what is for the for the seventh, eighth grade girls who don't know, what is the NALCS? Yeah, so that is the North American league championship series um now it is the lcs um but it that's basically just uh, the professional league of legends uh circuit 
Um, so, I, you know, I did just a lot of uh, working for just some smaller esports organizations just in my free time. So when esports was kind of getting into the collegiate scene and, you know, I had figured out, okay, it's really taking two things that I really enjoy and I'm really passionate about and kind of just putting it together. So, um, you know, I reached out to a couple of, um, you know, uh, universities that were looking for coaches and directors and, you know, saw the ones that I think al that I aligned with and that I would enjoy working at the most. Um, and that's how I ended up in Kansas City. <laughs> Well, and that's a place where I grew up and I love very much and I can't wait to get back and visit so we can hang out in my old stomping grounds of North Kansas yes. City, which is, not, which is uh, <laughs> very much different now. Uh, but, you know, Angelique and, and the C3O of esports, Miss Danielle Johnson, um, <laughs> how is it that you came to find yourselves involved with with gaming through education? I mean, for me, it was like a natural transition. I've always been a gamer my entire life. And then I decided to become a teacher. And I never thought that the two things would overlap. I just thought like, you know, I was going to go to college. And I was I used to stream on Twitch when I was in college. But when I became a teacher, I was like, oh, I can't do that anymore. You know, like teachers have to be totally private. And I have, should have no online presence. And if any online presence, it shouldn't be anything that is like, not professional mm -hmm. um and so at first i never really saw the the crossover but then you know i kept talking about video games with my students all the time and it kept coming up in conversation and i'm like wait a minute like why don't we have a club for this why aren't we and this was three four years ago now like why don't we have a club for this why aren't we playing video games together and so it was just kind of a natural transition into creating that club because it was like the kids were there, but the club wasn't. Right. So they were, they were meeting there by themselves anyway. They were sitting out playing games anyway. So it was a natural transition to creating the club and then getting involved in, in um, you know, the competi competitive aspect of it. But for me, it's more, I'm more interested in the, I would say the casual aspect of everything. And then, it also just easily meshed into English, too, because the complexities yeah. of, you know, storytelling within video games and it all just kind of fell together. And now it's like this mishmash of me teaching, but also streaming and doing this and doing so many awesome other things. What about you, Danielle? Because you're at the middle school level, aren't you? You're a middle school teacher. So a lot of the girls who may be watching this are seventh and eighth graders. Um, how did you get started with this? Was it some students who came to you or was this students in your class talking to you about this or how did how did you come to this this world? Sort of unwillingly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, growing up, I was an athlete. I didn't play video games. And even as an athlete, I am not a competitive person. I don't really compare myself to other people or what other people are or worry about what other people are doing. So the idea of like competing for video games, like I knew it was there. I knew it was big. Um, and like, I knew our students wanted it, but like, I, I was like, why would I do that kind of thing? Um, and then got a little frustrated with some esports community type things and was like, I am in a position to change this. Like I might not know, about gaming and esports, but I'm a quick learner and I'm good with people and I'm good at organizing people. So that's 
the skill set I used and, you know, rounded up teachers from all over Texas. And now we have a statewide organization that keeps getting bigger by the day, basically. And it's kind of like running a startup business at this point. Yeah. So just because you might not really have an interest in video games or really have an interest in esports, maybe you're like me and you're not super competitive. There's a whole wide world of positions inside this industry. Mm -hmm. The gaming and esports industry is bigger than music and movies combined. And more people watch like Twitch streamers than watch the Super Bowl. So this is a job field, like much, much beyond actually playing video games. Yeah. If if you could pick, okay, AJ, you you could you can't say coach, okay. <laughs> but, my if answer. You, but if you could pick one job in the entire esports ecosystem, Ooh. that first of all that you would love to do, other than the job you have right now, mm. what would maybe be that job? Something that. You know, you, you could go low and say, you know, the, the obvious ones, like you could be the gamer, but there's so much more. And Carrie, you probably have a really unique perspective on this when it comes to jobs and careers, because, again, you are working at a gaming company. What is a, a career that you would be really maybe interested in pursuing in this entire field? Um, it's hard because I think one of the things that I was really passionate about when I was teaching and, and running a gaming program is I think one of the famous, my favorite things was just teaching um, like game design theory and, and, and elements as well as review. Um, so maybe game journalism. Uh, Cause I think there's, there's within the gaming community, there's a lack of understanding of how to evaluate a game um, based on design merits. Uh, there tends to be a trend for like knee-jerk reactions and you know these very extreme responses to games without actually breaking down you know the design elements and and flow of a game. Um, so I would love I would love to spend more time on that because I think that could go a long way to changing some of the more problematic aspects of gaming culture. Mm. Anybody else have a career that they wish that they could have pursued in the gaming industry? Or maybe you still could. I mean, could have. you all are still young enough. You could go out and go do something. <laughs> the world is different. my oyster. <laughs> I think being a color caster would be oh, yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I mean, just like Angelique, you know, I, I did a lot of streaming even before I moved out here. You know, I, I, I streamed quite a bit on my Twitch channel, but since since I've you know been here, actually today is my two year anniversary of being with Park, so I've officially been a collegiate coach for two years now. Um, but you know, even before that time, I had so much fun being able to to stream. Um, but I really think that being a color caster just sounds like a barrel full of fun, <laughs> and it would like it would be you know you'd be able to kind of like. You know, it's it's fun being on camera and it's fun like interacting and 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 making calls for like really cool, exciting things that are happening in the game. And that would just, you know, I would be able to better, you know, you got to study the game because you got to be able to yeah. know what you talk about. So being able to really take a deep dive and and really like learn 
you know, really intricate details and ins and outs of the games, I think would also be, that would also be a lot of fun. And would you say, AJ, when you started streaming, and maybe this is for, because I think everybody here has done some streaming. I mean, we're doing it right now, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, on your own, it's a scary thing to, to put yourself in front of a camera and just start doing whatever right it's, it's not as scary as teaching a room of 15 year old yeah i was, I was gonna say like <laughs> if you come into streaming after being an educator yeah it's it's really a very similar skill set like it you're is. used to being able to stand up and talk about things and fill the gaps in space and be on um i i think for me the hardest part of jumping into streaming when i did a couple of years ago was more that like granted middle school students can be brutal but generally like they like you um Mm -hmm. streaming can be really brutal and people can be there specifically just to troll you and so you have to develop this thick skin of being able to deal with comments that really aren't about you uh, maybe about your gender or your ethnicity or your orientation and you know you you need to learn how to handle that on the fly and that that takes some getting used to you know being able to take that critique that really isn't you know constructive um but that's a that's a really wait let let's stop let's pause on that for just a second here because that's there's a lot of there's a lot in what you just said again let's say you're a seventh or eighth grade girl who is thinking about getting into streaming Mm -hmm. you know you want to you have a whatever game it is okay i mean the, the idea is let's not worry about making money let's not worry about getting followers on now let's just do something that you love to do but what can you do to set yourself up for success right out the gate that maybe will help to alleviate some of the things that you might face as a streamer, especially out the gate the first time? I always recommend that people have a support system in place. Um, I know that stream teams kind of like were popular and then they weren't popular and now they're kind of popular again, even if you don't go that route because there's What's there's a stream up and- team. A, a stream team is a group of streamers that sort of function as a, a default sort of organization or community. So they can be really positive if they're there to support and help each other because you might have, I want to say like professional development, they might offer you different ways to uh, improve your content. Um, sometimes they're just there for follow for follow. But I think that the best part of a really good stream community is there's somebody that you can get off of a stream and and pop into chat and be like, okay, this just happened. And you have a pile of people who are in the industry who know exactly what you're talking about because they go through it too and they can help you problem solve and troubleshoot. And they can just help be um, a sounding board or a processing location for you when you're just done, you know, because there are times when you get done from a stream and you're like why do i do this you know like if this is what i'm gonna deal with why do i do this um i think a lot of that is avoidable with how you set up your community and your brand um and that's something that i wish young girls knew uh i think there's a conflict with a lot of young girls they see what works and they see what sells and a lot of times that's a very sexualized version of a female gamer um and so you see a lot of a lot of young girls sort of rushing into a stereotype because it it could definitely get them a lot of followers right off the bat Mm -hmm. but the experience they're going to have with their community is probably going to be a lot rougher and it's it's going to make maintaining longevity a lot harder 
Whereas if you if you play towards your gaming strengths or just your personality and you're a little more conservative, uh, your growth is going to be a lot slower, but it allows you to build a much more respectful community. And then that community will have your back. So when somebody comes in and does troll you, you know, how, how you will get trolled as, as, as a woman in gaming, your community is going to be that first um, wall that they're going to hit. It's going to be like, yeah, we don't talk to her that way. You know, that's not appropriate here. Um, but that takes time and that takes patience and that takes realizing how you present yourself affects the people that you bring into your content. When you're talking about that, let's go back to that stream team as well, just to maybe simplify it a little bit. What I'm hearing is, is have your, so like this could be a stream team, right? You could have the four of you where one of you is streaming or maybe two of you are streaming. What are the other one or two of you maybe doing at that time to be supportive of that and of, of that stream? You don't even need to be in each other's streams. Like, cause let's be honest, like if, if streaming is what you do, that is a large percentage of, of your time. Um, you know, if you're not live, then you're working on promotional content, you're working on building your relationships with people via social media, you're working on new overlays, new transitions, new notifications, um, marketing, like it's streaming, if you're, if you're looking to do it as a job, it's, it's a full-time job. Um, so your, your team generally is there for you when you're not live. They can be there in an instant if you need them. Um, I've had people pop into stream team discords and be like, I need help, I need backup. And people will rush over and they're there to, to be supportive. Because if you're a small streamer and your stream audience consists of like five people at a time or three people at a time, one person who shows up to troll can be overwhelming. Whereas if you can have a couple people in your community show up, um, it can help provide you support. If you have a much more active stream team, they might be your moderators. Like I might mod What's, Angelique. What is, a, what, is a, what is a moderator do? A moderator is the person that helps maintain your brand and your stream community while you were live. Um, so they will be monitoring chat. And so like, instead of me having to watch chat, uh, my mods will be watching chat and they will be pulling comments that are inappropriate, deleting them. They'll be putting people on timeout. They'll be whispering to people when things are getting questionable to let them know like, hey, you're getting close to crossing a line. Uh, they welcome people that are new to the community. Uh, they basically are your, they're kind of like part of your PR team. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people on stream teams will will mod for one another. Um, you know, you, you know each other's content, you know what your brand is like, uh, and you'll make sure that you set out time to, to be there to support, um, you know, your team members or, or in just case, just your friends um, to help them when they're live. Any other suggestions from the rest of the group of something that maybe would help with uh, streaming? I mean, it is it is a trap to fall into. I mean, it, even now tonight, I'm looking at the number of I don't know how accurate that number is, that <laughs> number that's in the upper left hand corner of the screen that we are looking at. But it is easy to fall into that trap of likes and, you know, followers and things. But is there is there any other suggestions you can have as far as developing your brand or streaming or things of that nature? Along with having your support system, you should be ready. I know, I think we talked about it before. It was one of the military branches had, you know, preparation documents on dealing with a specific troll yeah. that that's the kind of thing you can prepare for. Absolutely. And 
what happens a lot of times is the first time we encounter that kind of harassment, it is very violating. And so you go into that fight or flight response mm -hmm. and you don't know what to do. So preparing yourself or even like having your friends type something out or maybe even have things ready that you can copy paste, prepare ahead of time for this kind of thing. And that way, when it happens, you don't have that panic response. It's the entire reason that we have fire drills. Yep. No one's died in a school fire in like 65 years or something like that. But we still have them once a month because they're no big deal. Evacuating yeah. our building is something we can do in 90 seconds flat and account for everybody, which is crazy with middle schoolers. So <laughs> it's that be prepared, like practice so you don't yeah. panic. And that's something you could bring your team members in for. When I taught content creation, I had people that were on my stream community come in and troll my students. Like it was all very controlled, <laughs> but it helped give them firsthand experience to react immediately to somebody coming in and doing something that wasn't appropriate. And these were people I trusted. So I knew that no lines were going to be crossed. And it was going to stay appropriate, but allowed them to like be me, just be like, okay, let's, let's, you've got to, what are you doing? Um, and I trained both the streamer on that and I trained the mod on that as well. So, you know, everybody that was there, they were either getting modding practice or they were learning how to handle it as the person that was live. I know that uh, for many of these people, uh, these young ladies who may be watching, uh, we will be at some of the middle schools next year launching esports programs. Um, and our high schools all have esports programs where if you want to get into streaming, if you want to get into content creation, we can help you with that. But, you know, we're not going to have every game. I know that some of the big titles that girls in our school district love to play. Can anybody guess what the number one title is that I found out last year? I don't know what this year is like, but last year's number one title. I know because I heard you say it at a conference. Okay, you did, but don't say it. Well, again, okay, because okay. we got limited time. What is it? Was it, it was Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty was number one. And the yeah. number two game was? NBA 2K. NBA 2K. <laughs> so, wow. I, I literally huh. quote this all the time. Yeah, and and the because reason why is because nobody believes me that girls are gamers, right? and I'm like, or like what they're like, oh, we don't we don't do titles that girls would like. NBA 2K and Call of Duty are titles that you don't. I like. love that. <laughs> I, now, I I that's why I asked you one day for your sources for all your material, and you sent me basically like a bibliography, and that's actually the one I was looking for because I wanted to be able to cite the source. That, that was just uh, me pooling the room. But, you know, for those of you who, again, are watching this, I guess, if you're part of the, the GEMS conference, do realize that we don't necessarily have Call of Duty right now as a game choice, but we Nor have is games. Nor necessary. Well, because it's an M-rated game. Right. It's and, unnecessary. Yeah. But if you want to still, let's say we even have game titles you don't like, or a game you've never played before, whether because the ones we have in our school district are Overwatch, uh, Smite, Rocket League and Smash Brothers. Even if there's those games you don't like, we can teach you how to stream. We can teach you how to be those content yep. creators. If you love the idea of gaming and gaming culture, developing your artwork or things like that, we want to have you as part of the program. Mm -hmm. um, and we will still give you a jersey and you'll still get to put your gamer tag on the back of it and, and things like that. But we, we look forward to hopefully having you as part of, of the program. So, um, I want to add, yeah. Go ahead. with that streaming, 
once you stream, your confidence level is through the roof. Like when you're good at it and you can shut down trolls and you know how to negotiate this stuff, nothing can stop you. And I know as middle schoolers, like, I mean, I was one, you know, um, I remember that I thought everybody else was more confident than I was and that like everybody else knew what was going on and I didn't. And like, I was not part of, like, I just was missing something. Mm -hmm. And when you tackle something like streaming on your own or even modding or learning this stuff, your confidence level, you're going to be the one that everybody's like, she is confident. And it's mm -hmm. going to be because you're good at something, you know, something that you're proud of and something that you can build on. And you really should, even if you aren't necessarily interested in the games, which you might get interested in them. James is, or Mr. O'Hagan, um, <laughs> has got me playing a game that I never would have considered before. But that once you tackle this, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my family is so sick of it. They're so sick of it. Um, so you might get interested in them, but being able to do all this stuff and feel confident on camera and feel confident about the way you look and present yourself is something that I wish I had had when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. And this is a good chance to do it. Plus you can literally be paid for this while you're in high school. It's so yep. much better than working at McDonald's. <laughs> I also think too, though, on that on that same note, is it's important for I mean, this is anyone starting out streaming, but especially middle schoolers, to not place your value and your confidence in how you do on stream, how you feel on stream, or how other people, yeah. you know, talk to you on stream. I think that you know, it, it it is kind of a scary place streaming. Like what Carrie was saying, you are going to encounter trolls. You are going to encounter people who are going to say things about the way you look, the way you talk, the way whatever, right? Color of your hair, um, what your room looks like, what your what kind of headphones you have, whatever, right? And it's important to not place your value, your confidence in what other people think of you, which is just like a life lesson. But I think coming into streaming, a lot of people, you know, come into streaming thinking that that's going to, to give them that sort of reassurance. And it's important to have that on your own and within before you can get into something like streaming. Absolutely. This is this is and like plus, your grandma's gonna watch it. <laughs> like she will. My grandma like, occasionally yeah. watches. That's awesome. I mean, well, your parents and your grandparents will watch it, so you will you have followers. What? Let's talk about that for a second because there are a lot of kids who have parents who don't necessarily see eye to eye with streaming or you know even the video games that they play. Let's let's take let's take the idea of just streaming. I know I know that that I'm I am even hesitant about my 14 year old daughter getting mm -hmm. in front of a camera and, you know, putting herself out there because, yeah, there are trolls and idiots out there who who will do stupid things and say stupid things and make her not feel good about herself. I don't want mm -hmm. that to happen. But let's say you are prepared. To, let's say you're like, you know what? I'm 13. I want to get out. This is what I want to do. How do you start to approach your parents about this? What are even if you even if your parents won't let you necessarily stream right away? What is something you could do maybe to practice or show them what this is all about? I I think yeah. one thing 
you you want to approach somebody said earlier like you, you got to have a business plan um i think it's it's good to understand the business aspect of streaming um a lot of adults don't realize that at 13 you you can do content creation um there's also ability for monetization so if you hit affiliate or amazingly enough you hit it big and you can partner um there's there's ways for you to have um a passive income coming in uh, i know for some parents as soon as they realized that all of a sudden it became a lot more appealing mm -hmm. uh, other students i've i've talked to them and said like hey like you you have to understand streaming puts you at risk and so you also have to be able to convey to your parents that you understand the risks involved and that you are not going to disclose personal information, that the people you play with are not going to disclose personal information. And you have to practice that because if you're around kids, especially I want to say like 13 to 16, they tend to play with their friends. And while they may be trying really hard to not use names, locations, schools, their friends aren't because they're just playing with their buddy. And then real right. names are dropped, schools are dropped, and all of a sudden personal information that has no business being out there is out there. Um, so I'd say practice really hard building that that public facing persona, which should not be your real name. Um, you know, you need you need to build, um, you know, your streamer identity. You need to make sure that you're really good at using it and be able to show that um, as well as a lot of parents are going to be really uncomfortable with children using cams. Um, so being ready to approach your parents and say, hey, I want to try this, but being willing to start without a, a cam on. Um, that, What's that's an alternative? Instead of, instead of maybe not, maybe they want to have a cam on, okay? What it, and, and I know a lot of students have been streaming all year. What, what is an alternative instead of putting yourself in front of the camera? What so else could you do? If you're in esports, a lot of esports or competitive gamers have... Um, keyboard and mice cams um so you're watching what their hands oh, are doing fancy. the entire time oh yeah so that that is just it like most of my son's friends when they stream they have a cam but it's it's all what their fingers are doing um and that's that's a pretty big thing with with a lot of the competitive youth players uh the other thing is that there are there are different apps and um additions you can add depending on how you stream that basically gives you a, a little cartoon avatar so you can still have your little cam window up but it's like a corgi uh that's in your colors that's talking with your voice and that's a great way to go about it if you still want that graphic interaction but not have it actually be you i also uh you know i also know i can do this <laughs> So if we were to say have a stuffed animal and I had a voice changer app, you know, now I can really disguise myself. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah. I'm not calling you Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> you remember those? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're not they they won't know what you're talking about, but I I'm a Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I never had one. Um so yeah, so we and, and I the the a practice session just locally. Right? I love just, that idea. Just record yourself and just see what you look like. Share it with your, you know, go to your mom or your dad and go, look, this is what I did for the last. Yeah. Mom, dad, you got 30 minutes. Let's watch this. Ask and, your parents to mod for you when you start. Like you stream I, with your dad, Carrie. I, yeah, I do, but you know, <laughs> I, as an adult, I don't have to, uh, but yeah. You can like, also just ask them just to start watching some yeah, streamers absolutely. with you. 
I am I know, on my son's channel. Yeah. Watching your watching my son play was how I I discovered I even liked video games. So yeah. I mean, as a parent, I want to watch. So your parents probably want to be involved in it, um, and they would. I mean, you're a middle school girl. They're gonna bend over backwards if you ask them to hang out with right. you. Be right? involved like, in my life. <laughs> like, yes. is, I mean, play this right now. Um, but start if your parents are super anti all of this, they like don't get it at all. Start by having them watch some with you, yeah. right? I mean, and maybe drop some hints, talk about some of the females that are in the industry, um, and just talk about the the um potential of it over time um i'm i'm gonna tell you don't beg <laughs> as a parent also don't beg but also ask us to be involved we want to uh, and i think too your the perspective of why you're coming at it might be different like if you if, if you're young and the parents get the vibe that this is just another social media thing like because you want the followers you want the attention that might not be a platform that parents are going to respect uh but if you can say like hey i'm passionate about gaming i have a voice i think it's important that there are more young women like me that are visible within the gaming community representing you know my gender in this in this space um that's a different perspective and that might be a perspective that goes over a little better with parents than just you know because i want to have a great follower base and i want to have people follow me on twitter and i want like subs and um you know and bits like you know know what you want to do and why you want to do it well carrie you do it because you enjoy doing it i mean i i do yeah i do it because i love gaming um and when i specifically when i decided i was going to start teaching content creation i knew that in order to be able to truly help kids understand and how to navigate it i had to do it i had to be in it otherwise it's not genuine uh, and you don't understand the pitfalls so for me i i hopped into it probably eight months before i started teaching it because i i wanted to go through it um you know if you have never taken your first jump into a live stream with a webcam, you don't under know, you, like you don't understand what that anxiety is, because um, it's there. Even if you're confident, it's different. Flipgrid is great practice, guys. Your teachers it. are already using Flipgrid. Practice yeah. on Flipgrid. Ooh, good point. Uh, I wanted to throw this uh, up here to Sam Anton, who is the COO, ladies, COO of the North America Scholastic Esports Federation checking in. I think most folks just need to hear yep. that there is no gene you need to be born with to play video games and that the reason you might not have had the opportunity to play games more was largely out of your control. Yep. Parents upholding patriarchy, meaning... The, the girls who I talked to last year said the reason why they play Call of Duty and NBA 2K was because their brothers play those yeah. games. Mm. So those are the games that they had in the house. So that's a, that's a really good point as well, too. Um, so we only have a couple of minutes left. Uh, any final thoughts? But now, that those of you who are watching on the stream, uh, we will continue after uh, we do that. We're going to do a, a kind of an odd break here. So... Mm -hmm. We're going to go on with our regular conversation for tonight, but any final thoughts for the seventh and eighth grade girls who maybe, like I said, are interested in esports, video games, streaming, any final ideas? Uh, we'll go around the horn. We'll start with Angelique this time. Um, I think it's just, just knowing that you don't have to be a like professional, amazing gamer 
to be in this space. Um, of course, like, you know, being really good at a game would be great, but it's not a reality for most of us. Um, I love video games. I'm not amazing at them. Um, and I, I honestly like kind of like that better, but because becoming a professional esports player sounds like a lot of pressure and a lot of different things coming at you. And there's so many other different opportunities for you to be involved in this space. Like we have everybody here. We're in all different aspects. Like you can be a teacher and be in esports. You can work for a game development company. Like everybody's getting really good at using Procreate. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, uh, like my students just crush it on Procreate and you can make, you know, um, panels and scenes for streamers. You can do the art within games. Like there's so many opportunities. So don't let you know, not being the best of the best holds you back from getting into something that can really be like the best community um, that I've ever been a part of. So let me ask you this. Procreate, is that like Adobe Spark? Uh, it's like Photoshop it's like a, from what yeah, I understand. But, but for like tablets. Yeah. Because yeah. everything that I did on this stream, the background, the overlay of the esports EDU on the Thursdays, um, the, and even the background that I have behind me right now, I made that all completely on Adobe Spark, which is all web-based yeah. uh, Adobe photo creation software. So yeah, it's it's like, uh, in the I don't know, University I guess. School District, you have access to it, so. That's, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, my students, we just did a creative project and a lot of them, you know, were just telling me that they use Procreate and they were showing it to me. And I was like, you could make so much money. Yeah, I use it, I use it. it if I'm not in Canva, I'm in Procreate. Those right. are my two, my two apps. Uh, AJ, what about you? Um, I think probably what I would, the the point that I would kind of want to drive home is, you know, it's pretty much the the world is your oyster at this point in time. I think that you know, as as the years you know kind of tick by, you know, you know, high school is getting a lot more uh you know stable and has a lot more structure around it for esports and you know i have been in contact with a local middle school that had um came and visited back in the fall semester and they wanted to you know get started so you know if if you're looking to you know play at a competitive level within your you know when you get to high school and then when you get to college you know that might be it also a good way to kind of bring your parents in on the conversation if you show them that they can enter the esports space in these you know education based you know controlled yeah. environments you know that might help you know your parents kind of buy in i would say to um you kind of wanting to be a part of of the esports world so and that's what i would say all right and we are up against a hard clock here so danielle you go and then carrie this yeah. is my group of friends i've only met jim in real or mr o'hagan i've only met mr o'hagan in real life once um but these are my friends and i've met them through through gaming and esports Carrie? I, I think an important thing to remember too is that it's it's a big industry. There are a lot of options and a lot of what you're gonna learn is transferable to other things as well. So if you're learning PR, marketing, teamwork, analysis, all the things that go in the esports environment, um, it's useful. It, it's going to have 
uh, a purpose and a functionality in the future. All right. And for the uh, late young ladies at the GEMS conference, again, thank you for being a part of the conversation today. Again, my name is Mr. O'Hagan. If you want more information about esports and education, uh, you, you can look me up through email. So you go into your school district email account, start typing in James, that's my first name, and you should see O'Hagan come up. Feel free to email me and I will uh, get right back to you and tell you what you can do with uh, esports in your school. So thank you. And now let's begin the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> scene. And scene. Okay. All right. Now we can just all start. Okay. Now we can take our professional hats off and, you know, unbutton our. Yeah. Get ready to get relaxed now. It's, now the show's getting a little blue. All right. So, first of all, Angelique, your hair is red. It's not red. It's just, I don't know what's happening with it. I didn't do anything. It might be my camera. It's like, well, here's the long, short story. We tried to take the purple out of my hair and make it blonde. But Angelique used something to dye her hair purple that I shouldn't have. So the purple will stay for the rest of my life. <laughs> so we tried to get that out. My hair turned bubblegum pink. Then it turned oh, no. orange. And then I was like, should I just go back to purple? And here's where I'm at. And soon I will be back to purple. Don't worry. I, I took my... I, I had my nine and my seven-year-old daughters at the time. One got a big pink streak. I asked my ex-wife, can I dye their hair? Sure. One had a big pink streak. One had a big purple streak. And after a couple of weeks, she goes, hey, it's not coming out. I go, what do you mean it's not coming out? She goes, you did use temporary dye, did you? I go, like, there's a temporary? <laughs> so guess what I got? My, my broke self got to take these girls to like the local like beauty school. Because I, I couldn't pay $200 for a re-dye on a hair, you know, professional. Oh, man. And thankfully, they, they, they're like, well, normally we don't work on anybody under 13. I'm like, please take pity on me. I'm a poor <laughs> And they fixed their hair for me, and it was beautifully well done. And my ex-wife is no longer mad at me. So It does yeah. not look red in person, so I don't know what's happening here, but it's it's, not. it's the lighting. Yeah. yeah. Your lighting's really warm. By the way, that conversation was really good. Yay. I, I thought it was. I, I need it was to. Great. I need to just shut up more, though. I think it, it goes along with my plan or one of my world domination plans. Ooh. What talking to girls? Yeah. Well, what you Love said? That, now wait. What, you were you were you had you said you have some news. Is this something well, you're going to yes. share here? Or? Um, I can. We're all friends, right? We are. This all isn't friends. being Everybody broadcast watching at all, all right? It's totally being broadcast, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. well, we, if, we, if we have to save, we, we can save that for No, later. I just won't. Uh, it's fine. I, okay. I, I know how to protect the information. I've had practice. Thank you, friends. Um, so, well, I also don't want to call people out, but they're good, probably good with this. So, EFUSE, you know, a few weeks or a few days ago had their Women of the E-Arena tournament and did not have mods. Um, yeah. So I was like, like with everything, I'm like, can I change it? Hell, F yeah, I can change this. Um, you, can, you can go so, this. Again, the kids are over. We're good. Right. I, I don't, guys, because I like, I don't know if, if you're like allowed to cuss on Twitch. I have no idea. So, you definitely are. You're allowed. Okay, I have no idea. I like don't, 
I don't know. Have you ever gone um, to the just cat just chatting category on like a Friday no. night? Okay. No. Like I don't. I like don't watch things. Um I read a lot of news. It's probably gross. Um so anyway, I gave them feedback which by the way and I straight up told them one of them this after I did not expect three white males working in technology and esports to be feminists. I was a little surprised. There Not that they said it us. at all. I just freaking realized it after a conversation because I told them, I was like, okay, so whatever you would normally have for moderation, like multiply it by four, they should be mostly women. Um, and they were like, okay, yeah, we'll do better. And I was like, That's holy awesome. cow, there was no clapback, like not even a little bit. Um, so I can't believe my goal Wait. is. No, I can believe it. I, I do know some of these people at eFuse, and you're right. They are. I'm. I've been very pleased with. That's good. Um, working with eFuse, very pleased. Um, so, I was like, hmm. I teach children, right? So my my plan is, and I have some interested parties, um, for the big aspects of it. But I want to put on like a 10 week cohort. I had to move you, Carrie. I, I, it, it was bothering me during the, sorry. It was bothering me during the stream. And I'm That's like. That's okay. I was totally distracted by Angelique. So we're all good. Because, okay. sorry, continue. Sorry, Danielle. <laughs> oh, you're good. Where's she going? <laughs> I got confused because Angelique left and y'all switched. I'm sorry. <laughs> because Navi is sitting here like pulling on my headphones and literally knocking one thing off my desk. So. Sorry, you have, I'm here now. She's welcome in the stream. Yeah. Everybody's welcome. So, in partnership with an organization, um, I want to put on a 10-week like camp for a 10-week cohort. Like, so once a week for 10 weeks, cohort for girls to build their like Twitch channel and learn to mod, and then have them be hired to mod women's events actually awesome. not anything yeah that'd be so, great. yeah like i mean y'all are who i'm gonna ask for help so <laughs> <laughs> so um, live letting us know that this is what we're doing <laughs> yeah um she's already cleared our calendar but, yeah sam's in too apparently cool you're sam you're in right okay um so that's what I kind of want to do. And so like literally you like outline the curriculum, Carrie. So, but it, it's about, you know, making sure that you have people that you can like stream with and you have a community. So we would like be building that community yeah. for the girls kind of forcing it. But then also like Efuse hires high school kids, like that's their job instead of working at mcdonald's they work for efuse as their job yeah and so i'm like they will hire these girls and then That's we really are getting girls yeah, jobs awesome. in the industry like building their their portfolio like they can just monetize their twitch channel and like you know um so i that's what i want to do and because for some strange reason people listen to me um 
So <laughs> we're we're going to do it. And like we, uh, for some strange reason, I can like do things and like build things and make things. We're going to do that. So I mean, the fact uh, start recruiting had, wait, wait, wait. some girls. The fact that you had Ken Shelton over to dinner at your house. I haven't even had dinner, Ken over to my house for dinner. Like you're a the baller. Best, the <laughs> best place to eat in Dallas is my house. Like my boyfriend <laughs> is such a phenomenal cook <laughs> that it is 100% like it is just worth it to come over to eat like it is just not worth going out all right i'm gonna hold you to that when i come right? to texas Daniel, i mean i'm not even lying daniel like, has invited really me good. i think you invited me went for uh if i was gonna come because i'm not coming for the text uh t- for tcea but yeah. you had already said come over yep. yep like we make pizza in the wood oven in the yard <laughs> And you have like, one of those? Oh, I'm awesome. definitely coming now. Yeah. You have a yard? Like, yeah. In a pool. <laughs> I have a pool, guys. In Dallas. <laughs> we bought one of those houses Wait. that like you see on shows. <laughs> I love it. Angelique just said this so naturally. It's like, you have a yard? <laughs> Hashtag San Diego. Right? So, oh uh, yeah. But anyway, so that's what I want to do. And so you know this week or so i want to figure out who the grown-ups are um but in the next like few weeks i want to start like recruiting girls and like feeling out where we should start recruiting from and um start figuring this out because i'd I'd like it to run from like spring break to like the end of may because Mm -hmm. techseth is going to going to have a big tournament like right at the start of summer to kind of end the year and i want I want workers, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I want them to have, I want them to have like an event that they are part of organizing and, you know, executing. Right. I just want to send my, uh, my love and support to Nate. Uh, Nate, I see you checking in from Indiana. Welcome, my friend. I have, I am so glad to see that you are here. So thank you for being here, Nate. It means a lot that you're checking in here. Um, Gosh, you know, it's been, we only got like seven minutes left and we've talked about, you know, everybody's going to Danielle's house for food. Yes. Um, My hair is red. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, our Fortnite tournament on the first. Oh, yes. Phenomenally, guys. Tell Um, us about that. How did that work out for you? Because I remember the message was, I don't know how to stream Fortnite. (laughs) I don't. Yes. So, like I said, I'm just like, I'm you know, we're teachers, we have to figure things out so we can show them to our students, especially when you like, I don't know, the way we are. Um, so with there's three days, we, like we have finally all the logistics out, like the kids are all signed up, we have everything flowing about like the organization. And like three days before I'm like, okay, maybe I should start thinking about the stream aspect because we just <laughs> like do low key stream for our Tuesday nights. Um, like they're throwing together graphics that like we've hodge hodgepodge together. Um, so I start asking around, like, how do you stream? Cause three days is a long time. Um, how do you stream Fortnite? Do you like, like follow somebody? Like, do you just like, like creep on their Twitch and like bring it in? Do you like have somebody run around? Is there a super secret spectator mode that I don't know about, which apparently there is. Um, yeah, you like, die and you watch other people who killed you. Yeah. Right. No, there's a, there's a high level win. Yeah, like a, we're not that cool. That, I, that, I, that I'm not cool enough to have. No. Um, so 
I reach out to Danny Martin of Exposure, and I just message him to ask him how they do it. And the next thing I know, we have a graphics package and ev- like the show's being run. <laughs> and, awesome. But the thing Danny's is, like, when, yeah, he he works with all students. Like that's who puts all their stuff together. Is like recently out of recently out of school, like right out of high school, some are right out of college. Um, but there are people that have worked for him for like part-time, like when they were in school, he's got a ton of kids. I don't know. He's just, he does what we do. He just charges like $25 for it. Um, so, cause he didn't come at, from the teacher aspect of it, you know? Well, he's doing it with the park um, district down there. Yeah. He, he works with the park district. He yeah. runs an after school program. Um, he, you know, rent. has, yeah. But he, he like doesn't, eat. yeah, but he, I don't know. He makes it so that it, the students where he, particularly where his campus is, um, is low income and mostly students of color. And so he, sorry, my mic, um, he makes it accessible for them and for their families and not like, not just the kids, but he like accommodates, he works he, he does this for the betterment of his community. But I just reached out to ask him a question. And all of a sudden, we have like a graphics package. They're running this show. Because of, I'm going to like promote them right now. Because of EFU's and exposure, like we all got to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So That's it was cool. great. That's awesome. And one of my students shoutcasted the whole thing oh, for awesome. three hours. And that was really exciting for me because we actually haven't had a student do it yet because we're still, you know, under construction. And so I like kind of, I had accidentally like sent a message because his dad and I are friends. I like accidentally texted him something and was like, oh, by the way, um, are either your kiddos like interested in, um, you know, doing this? But I actually found he did amazing. That night, I asked him the night before. So that he like stayed up and like researched and watched casters. And um, he was amazing. And I found this kid at an Uno tournament. <laughs> Love <What>? it. <laughs> so we have a school-wide Uno tournament. Love it. Oh, when it's not a pandemic. And so we start by homerooms. And so his homeroom teacher was like, oh my gosh, Ian did, it was, Ian was so funny in homeroom. He was like doing the play-by-play for the Uno tournament. And I was you like, know, that's hilarious. I want this kid to do the, I, wa- I wonder if he wants to like cast the student staff volleyball game. Which by the Uno way, he was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, real Uno wait, is cut Wait, hold on. Let's just isolate the I need to, I need to call this. How do you, Yes. Yes. My kids miss like, Uno because we are just, an Uno. No. Oh my god! Yeah, it's really fast paced. Like when the kids get it down, like mm, 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 it's bloodthirsty. <laughs> I need this in my life. <laughs> I'm feeling like I need it too. Like, <laughs> I can handle Uno. <laughs> Uno's intense. You, you say that now, yeah. and then no, no. <laughs> Look, if a forty-five-year-old man can play up against a bunch of twenty-year-olds in rugby, I think no, I, I got can schooled. Cutthroat, I got know. no hardcore schooled. It was like my child even got up, walked downstairs to shame me. It was like, <laughs> what was that? Point two second delay. I hope I found that on TikTok. Um, can I like... find this on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That's awesome. 
Okay, we are almost out of time for tonight. But you know what I'm going to do? Because I think... There's Uno Jenga, by the way. I haven't played that. How do you play it? Wow. Yeah, we played it the other day. It's Uno Jenga. Uh, that's that's my Google. It's action. a real twist on on real on act on traditional Jenga. I put like five decks together and I let my whole class play until one person wins in a giant circle. Genius. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wait, how many kids? I need are to figure class? out how to run this in class. My biggest class is thirty-two kids. How long did it take? I mean. You know, maybe all time the whole period, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like three days. Like okay, I would totally devote asking, three days to this. Who's, who's asking me how long it took? <laughs> we want an honest answer. <laughs> we'll talk no administrators are present. I mean, I'm but are they? No. It's community building. It doesn't matter. Absolutely, it is. There you yeah. go. The kids, literally, I did that, and I also did musical chairs one time, and I have kids come back, and they're like, do you remember that one time we, we played musical chairs? I'm like, or the book we read, or, you know, whatever. Learning, you know? Yeah, it's, but musical I, chairs. I used to I used to have whole afternoons, and I'm like, I don't want to teach, and I would just read to my fifth graders. Yeah. I, I'd spend an hour and a half, two hours just reading to them, because I didn't want, and they would just sit there and just chill out. And, it's one of those things that as a an adult like you see that or as a teacher you know that happens but as a kid like i was so clueless that my teacher was spending two hours reading because she didn't want to okay wait wait okay I have, I, I have, wait i have a i have a bigger confession to make so oh, no. while my kids were taking standardized tests i told them you have 60 minutes right you know you, you would have whatever time it was right god i can't believe i'm saying this my first couple of years teaching i would be playing video games on my laptop and the kids would all be done in like 30 minutes. And I'd be like, no, we still have 30 more minutes. You still have 15 more minutes left. Who knows? You might come up with a different answer or something and, and want to no. change your answer. I, I haven't finished my time. level yet. <gasps> yeah. uh, Sam, I, I, I put City. you in charge of that. Scandal. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> wow. I think there has to be, right? We should make a stream where we just read anonymous teacher confessions. Oh my gosh. I don't know. If That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Have y'all ever been on the subreddit stories about Kevin? No. no. Kevin is kind of a Reddit like lore or legend yeah. from this post about this one, like this one teacher. I guess it was like an ask Reddit thread. And it was uh, like teachers like what's the dumbest or silliest or weirdest student you've ever had it was the best thing i've ever read it was hands down the funniest thing i've ever read and the like most i've ever connected with another like a piece of writing about a student over the internet like and now there's a whole subreddit of stories about kevin i mean I, you can't be a teacher and not have you all had kevin stories. You yeah, all yeah. Kevin. and sometimes more than one like my I had two of my ex-students show up in my stream this week don't read it right now you won't um, be able to keep a straight face you'll <laughs> follow the laughing I see Jim starting don't start yet no no I, 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 I subscribed I subscribed Got a bookmark it. <laughs> yeah. hey um, alright 
uh, first couple of things. Number one, I'm going to take the first part of this episode. I'm going to put it out as a bonus on the Academy of Esports podcast uh, stream. So if anybody wants to grab it and share it with their middle school kids, please feel free to do so. Also, this is still up on LinkedIn. This is still up on YouTube. This is still up on Twitch and Twitter until they decide to not have streams anymore i guess i don't know so thank you to all of you for that amazing bit of content on the fly tonight because we were going to do this after and it was like well, wait a second it's just to do it now i mean yeah. this is all stuff everybody wants to hear anyway right mm -hmm. uh final thoughts before we get out of here tonight uh anybody say again aj you're you haven't been here forever what what are, just tell people what have you been up to this whole time? <laughs> what have I been up to? Well, um, I did have a nice little break. I still had to work a little bit because we were um, we were bringing in five new athletes for the spring semester, so having to get all of their onboarding onboarded. Um, so uh, other than that, we'll you know we start classes next week. We are all of the athletes are getting COVID tested tomorrow, so fingers crossed that. You know, we pass with flying colors and then um, Monday we get back to it. And um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where the semester, this spring semester takes us this time. All right. And, and when do you start? Are we gonna are we gonna not see you again for three months? And then... <laughs> <Right>. I know, right? <laughs> well, so next we we won't have competitive matches landing on Thursday nights until like the end of February. So, okay, so, so like you for a while. Yeah, I got like a good maybe like month and a half, two months. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, and uh... all your late work. work oh God. <laughs> By Friday at 11.59. Angelique, what's your final thought? <laughs> Listen, I imagine her coming out of a tunnel at like the WWE. Right? With that playing I tried to use a real one today. It did not work. Um, you got to keep that on the DL. I have new students. We just started school on Wednesday, like literally yesterday. So they don't know that I have it yet. I'm saving it. You know? You gotta wait, 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 wait. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... oh gosh! <laughs> but you know what? Actually, playing on that, don't take life so seriously. I feel like that's my that's my ending thought. Like you know, on the same topic of if you are a middle schooler and you're trying to stream, you're trying to get into gaming, like be silly and let yourself be silly because that's the best part of streaming as you can see from my little what is that called clip your little sound clip do i yeah. need to play it sound clip? <laughs> sam will think the <laughs> phone is going off <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the that's best part of streaming is uh not not being so serious and letting yourself be silly and letting your personality shine and that's what people love and that's what people come back for not the other stuff uh danielle youtube clips are not streaming so when a streamer edits their all their play together like four hours of play into a 20 minute video and it's extreme and they are doing that male youtube voice um, it's extreme, but oh wait, no, I got the voice. Oh my gosh! I've got it. I'm like, right just... ah! there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Uh, they're, uh, oh, uh, you gotta, 
We got a play, <laughs> brother. Oh, we got a. That's not the voice. Not that one. But you're only seeing part of it. You're not seeing the whole thing. Mm. And so, like, real, like, streaming is not. It's more YouTube, low key. Yeah. It's not YouTube. It's way different. And, but as consumers we also need to realize that that we're when we see clips we don't see the struggle we only see the highlights mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so that that one angled story is is not real i mean insane it's not like instagram posts social media yeah one's curated right. and one's live and they're totally different right yeah. and live it's totally okay nobody's nobody's looking at your flaws nobody's paying that close of attention to you so, uh carrie um <sighs> So since we're talking about practicing, you know, things that are that are hard with streaming, uh, I think the last 24 hours highlight <laughs> the importance of talking to your students about how to handle crisis situations as a public entity, uh, mm. because streamers are. And it's been really interesting watching streamer Twitter rip itself apart today. Um, mm. So realize, mm. talk about how to process. Um, situations how to be respectful of various communities um when to be quiet when to not and what the implications of either of those choices could potentially be on your career your brand and your community i think those are valuable conversations to have because we're we're living through a teachable moment right now and it probably won't be the last time um you know something big happens uh that's going to affect large portions of people very cool and uh, I, my final thought is you all were wonderful. Um, thank you for being so flexible that uh, I didn't get the link in he to got the cookie chat dough? Until... What? I'm cookie jealous dough. now. I want the cookie dough. Um, we're distracted in chat. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want cookie dough too, but I, I will say uh, <laughs> thank you everybody for being so flexible tonight and, and helping me with my um, issues of getting things going tonight. I'm sorry I got the chat. Um, or the link in to be here late. I'm sitting here literally a minute before and I'm going, where, where is, is everyone? Yeah. I was like, should we be concerned? We were okay? outside the so window I, looking in. Like, why in. don't you want us? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice because I decided like at 629 I was going to join. Well, thank you. Like, I'm tired. You, you all made it wonderful. Uh, thanks, everybody, for checking in, and we will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.